Alright, so, um... I talked about being careful when you call blessings from the Lord. Because if it ever requires from you for you to pull back from the Lord or to avoid or ignore anything that is not of God, it is not a blessing or breakthrough. Real breakthroughs are real breakthroughs. And so as far as the deposit on this room, I don't know because honestly, when I booked the room, never said i mean might have said that the deposit was required i didn't see the information but um in the reviews i saw it but then i was speaking to the lord and the lord was saying to me just go in there and just check in you know don't worry about anything bring your credit card just in case and um it just worked out and um i think that you know if anything the revelation and realization is that, you know, the enemy is using any type of stepping stone, any any sort of advantage he can ever get. So if, if you have any sort of doubt in the Lord, he's trying to look at it, any of it as an advantage. It doesn't really matter whether it really was one or whether it really was going to work out this way or that way. Though I still have been observing that in this process, a lot of these different situations can be manipulated, you know, depending on how careful you are to abide in God's law at all times. And the problem with it is that it's like it's almost set up in such a weird, not way. Because in reality, you know, I'm not supposed to be doing anything but being on my knees and worship to God at all times. Hands up, focus on the Lord in his presence until this thing is done. Anything outside of that, eating, drinking, breathing, scratching my head doing my hair anything outside of that using the bathroom taking a bath anything outside of that it's already a violation of God's laws and rules right now for me because this is what he's called me to do personally just to be obedient and so that I have to complete this I have to finish this I have to get done with this and I've seen that he he means that he's putting his foot down on this I don't want to become skeptical or doubtful of what I know that the Lord has already shown me. It, it makes no difference. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't really change much. It's still what it is. And if I expect to get to my breakthrough, that's what's required. No questions asked, no negotiations, regardless. That's just what it is. Because anytime I find any issue with anything, I have to assume that it is not me, but the spirit of delay and hindrance and you know darkness that wants to keep me out of my destiny anything outside of obedience to God is that so I have to learn how to operate in complete submission to the Lord complete submission to him becoming everything that the Bible calls for me to be as a woman abiding by every law in it breaking none being made perfect because the bible says that we can be made perfect in jesus christ i'm not perfect not yet i will be i've seen it i will do this he's declared it already over my life 
He's already granted victory on my behalf. So what is this, you know, what is this, this, this hold up? Why am I not getting there? Well, I can only take accountability for the fact that I am not being obedient to God. And anything outside of exactly what I just said, being on my knees in complete worship and never getting up and staying my heart and mind focused on the Lord and being everything he called me to be to do it and achieve it perfectly. Everything outside of that, that's just the reason why these things are allowed to happen to me. And it it sounds so unfair. It sounds so unreal. And a lot of people don't want to acknowledge that or accept that as their truth or as their lifestyle. Understood. I faced so much adversity up until this point. A lot of it being different individuals who believe that this lifestyle that I'm willing to live for the Lord is absolutely ridiculous, foolish, and, you know, um, pointless. You know, I've had many different people who are Christians, who call themselves Christians, who live these holy lives righteous lives which we all fall short of the glory of God. I have no position to judge anyone else. But I've met many different Christians who have claimed that it's just simply too much. It's just simply too much. It doesn't require all that. You don't have to do all of that. You'll learn later that it's not all needed. And it's it's not what you think it is. It's just not that serious. It's that serious, but it's not you know you don't have to be perfect. But um I disagree. I disagree because I've seen what's possible here. I've seen what others are capable of, though unfair sometimes. Many different times very unfair. I've seen what others are capable of and I could say all day it's unfair. They don't deserve that, or how does God allow them to get away with that? And it's all going to come back down to, are you doing everything you're supposed to be doing? Because if you were, they would not be able to hurt or harm or get to you in any way. So as long as you're not doing everything you're supposed to be doing, I cannot even really take account for anything that anyone else is doing, though... Abiding by that law calls you to take accountability for your people as well. You have to start taking accountability for all of those around you as well. And that sounds so, you know, far far out and outlandish. Like, how am I going to take responsibility for a random stranger on the street? I can't take accountability for what they decide to do. I'm not responsible for them. They're responsible for themselves and not responsible for me. That's true to a certain extent. Because if you don't start taking accountability for yourself and the, and others around you, then you will leave room for these, you know, random, you know, life, you know, lifelike situations to happen. Like, for example, people who get into car accidents with drunk drivers. You know, is it their fault that they was on the road when a drunk driver decided to get drunk and drive and, you know, somebody died who didn't deserve to die or secondhand smoke getting cancer from secondhand smoke is it your fault that you was in an environment somebody smoked in you know or um or just random car accidents or fights 
you walk out and one day somebody just was they was just having a bad day and they just walked up to you and they just decided to put their hands on you you didn't have a chance to stop it it caught you off guard you weren't nowhere you know near in that environment that you was start a fight or be in a fight or anything you know is that your fault no but until we start taking accountability for ourselves and others around us these things are going to forever be something that we cannot control or help i'm not saying take control i'm saying give control to the lord and um once you start doing that and you and you lose doubt in him, you stop doubting him, you have complete trust and faith in God, you start to see the miraculous, wonderful things that he can start performing in your life. And um, I have to say that it's, it's almost unfair for me because the Lord has shown me the, the finality. He's shown me the conclusion of this and how it looks upon the finish of it before I ever even got started. And so with that being said, that is a, in a way, some people would say that's unfair. There's so many people out here who have, who wasn't able to see their victory, who wasn't able to have their victory granted for them beforehand. They weren't able to see the finish before they started. So they know what they're reaching for. So they know what to look forward to. So they know that it's possible. They have to do it anyways. I don't know that this is possible. I don't know that this will happen for me. I don't know that that's my conclusion, but I still have to be and do this anyways. Sometimes I wonder if that's harder. But I can't say either is harder. It's very difficult to know what you have to be and not be it. It's very difficult to know how much work is needed inside of yourself and not know how to get there. And have to submit that control over to the Lord when he tells you not to worry about the how because you don't know how. It's difficult for me. But I can say that I'm so blessed because I've seen it. I've seen it. Which means each and every single time that I am feeling defeated every time the enemy attacks me every time he takes something from me every time he mocks me every time he threatens to kill me and take my life and it seems like he is fully capable every time he threatens to harm me everything that he says will happen in my life I know the conclusion of this and so therefore I can call him a liar he is a liar. I don't have to just call him that, but I can rebuke his lies because I know the truth. That is such a great advantage to have. It's such a great advantage to have. I've seen myself I've seen myself as as who I'm called to be. I've seen myself finally fulfilling my destiny so the enemy can never tell me that I won't do it. I've seen myself reaching everything that I've ever called or prayed to the Lord to reach. So the enemy can never say that he'll ever be able to stop it. I've seen it. To me, it's such an advantage. But you can say you can't say that you'd have an advantage, you know, when you don't know what it would have been like on the other end. Even if I hadn't known what the completion or the conclusion of my story was, I still would be exactly who I am. I still would be fighting for my destiny to be everything I'm called to be. I used to pick up the Bible and I used to want to abide by every law in it. I used to want to follow every rule in the book when I was a kid. I wanted to know if it was possible. And if it was possible, I wanted to make it possible. I wanted to be one of the people who did it. And I needed the Lord's help. I asked him for his help, but I didn't realize he was choosing me. I wasn't choosing him. So all of this is starting to play, come into play and it's all starting to make more sense now. When I was probably like 13 years old, less, maybe 12 or 11, 11 or 12 years old, 
the Lord asked me that I want to see my purpose and my destiny in life. I said, I don't know, I guess. I didn't know that, you know, at the time I didn't take it so seriously, though I knew what that meant. And I heard the stories about, you know, there's people who die never knowing their purpose and their destiny in life is such a blessing to know what you're here for, what you're meant for, what your purpose here, you know. You oftentimes you want to leave this world, but you know the Lord is keeping you here because you have a purpose. It's a blessing to know your purpose. So many people say, I wanted to leave, but the Lord has me here because I have a purpose. They don't know what that purpose is yet, though. They're not quite sure. Maybe they know, but they don't know. I know. I know my purpose here. I know now. So that's such a blessing. It's such a blessing to have reached this point, and I wonder if it was possible that any any situation could have arose that I wouldn't have reached it. It's not. It's not possible. That would have never happened. Because the Lord has declared victory over my life before I was even forward in my mother's womb. He predestined me. So Satan cannot have that advantage. He'll never have it. He'll never have the satisfaction of being right about that. That I would never have reached my destiny or that he was ever able able or capable of stopping it. He tells me, you're this, you're that. He calls me by my sin. But the Lord calls me by my name. And every single time he calls me by my sin, no matter how much defending I do, no matter how much accountability I won't take, no matter how much I have to say about what it is I did and did not do, I shut up. I don't have anything to say when he calls it out because that's just what it is, Right? But immediately, the Lord combats and uses me to say, but you can't stop my destiny. He shuts up. And he doesn't have anything to say. Because he knows that that's the truth. The fact of the matter is, okay, yes, I did this. Okay, yes, I'm wrong. Okay, yes, I'm filthy. Okay, yes, I'm a sinner, as we all are. But you still can't stop my destiny. Everything you say I did wrong, everything you call me by, my past that you won't let go, everything you remind me of, it still will never be able to stop my destiny, which is your goal every time you bring it up. So why do you bring it up knowing you can't stop my destiny? He'll say, why do you deny it knowing that you did it? Why do you, why do you justify it knowing that you're wrong? Why do you do all these things? Why do you bring it up as if it still matters when I'm forgiven and you won't ever be able to use it to actually stop my destiny? Yet you still try. It's a lot of whys. But I don't care anymore about the whys. God is the why. God is the why. He's the reason. He's He's my everything. And he has declared victory over my life. And I could have never imagined him doing it in such a big and miraculous way. When I was younger, he used to say, the world doesn't revolve around you. The world doesn't revolve around you. And... I used to sit there so perplexed, like, Lord, do I give you all, do I give off the impression I believe that the world revolves around me? I actually wish that, you know, I actually almost believe that this world would be a better place without me, that it would almost be no different, that it would have made a difference whether I existed or not. So how does that give off the impression I believe that the world revolves around me? I think that's quite the opposite. But the Lord, he's wise. God is wise. And when you're not aware that you are doing certain things for attention, and I, I can't say that I, I was or wasn't, I'm st- I still feel so misunderstood, but the Lord understands my heart in such a level that nobody else knows, and he only speaks truth. So if he says 
that's something if he if he said it because he felt that that's something i needed to hear then it's something i needed to hear it's something i needed to know it's something that needs to be heard by me excuse me by him i needed to hear it so i think about that when he used to tell me the world doesn't revolve around me i'm still so perplexed but i know one day i'll understand fully what that truly means you get older and you start to understand things that you swore you were so right about and finally things start making more sense the version of myself that I've seen she's completely unrecognizable from who I was I am being transformed in that way where I'm becoming unrecognizable from who I was I truly am a lot of people can attest to that especially people that have, that have grown up with me that have spent years around me they are around me and they are you know constantly at in disbelief of who I am they don't believe it they won't accept it they they think that this is going to end at any day they think that at any point I'm going to turn back to who I was they think at any point this is all going to go back to how it was they think at any point this will this will all just be a phase in my life and it'll end somewhere this is not a phase this is very real I can't change this things will never be how they were before they will never be the same again and that's not me going off of a prophecy that I've seen, which of course that does, you know, raise questions, but it's not that. It's about the fact that that prophecy was stated before it ever happened. Then it happened. Even me having forgotten that that prophecy had even happened in my life. Even forgetting that I'd ever had that vision. I'd forgotten for a whole year and it happened exactly how that vision said it would happen. The Bible says only God can tell the future. I don't know about certain details. Satan is manipulative. Sometimes he seeks to infiltrate your future and convince you that you will never have a life without him infiltrating it in some way, without him playing some sort of part or portion when the Lord seeks to eliminate him completely. Completely. The Lord has told me that the rapture will happen in my lifetime. And then the other night, I was listening to gospel music and I was I just didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to do. I knew I wasn't where I was supposed to be with the Lord and I wasn't fighting hard enough and I wasn't doing everything I was I was supposed to do and I wasn't taking enough accountability. I wasn't being right. I was wrong. I was so wrong, but then the gospel song just came on and they just started screaming, You will see it. You will see it. You will live to see it. You shall live. You shall live. You shall live to see it. You shall live. And the Lord has not ceased to remind me that all week, all month, all year, my whole life, you shall live. You shall live. You shall live to see it. You will see it. You will see it. And he finally told me about five years ago what I'm going to see. The rapture in my lifetime. In our generation, we will live to see that. We will live to see it. You shall live. You shall live. The Lord has declared that you shall live to see it. You will live to see the day. Satan tried to eliminate you on many different occasions that you are not even aware of. The Lord has blocked that. He didn't say nothing about it. You have no idea what the Lord is protecting you from. That's something he had to tell me in such a stern way. That immediately I had to question everything about myself that I believed I was right about. Because when the Lord is right, then it doesn't matter what you think, you're wrong. 
if you are not completely submitting to his will, you're wrong. And I know that's very difficult for some people to accept, but he deserves all the glory and the honor, the praise. He's the only one worthy to be praised. He is the only perfect being to have ever existed. He is the only good one. No bad is found in him. He is always right. He never tells a lie. He always wins. He cannot be beat. He is in full control. He is Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end. He sits on high. No one above him. Ever. And outside of time, he is. He is not bound by time. He is not a man that he should think like a man. He works in mysterious ways. And no matter how bad it is, he's still good. And so, no one else could ever tell me what I'm going through here. Even though I'm going to do everything that I can to still take accountability as much as possible. And accept that the Lord may be speaking through other people. So you cannot be a fool because only fools despise wisdom. If someone is telling you something that you should hear, you should know, then you should be receptive. So I'll do what I can to take it to the Lord every day. Everything. I'll do what I can to take it to the Lord. Lord, this person said this and had me thinking. How right are they? How, how true is that? Are you speaking through them? Did you want me to get that message? Did you want me to hear that? Is that something you needed me to know? And it almost feels as if the, the, the question is already answered. If you brought it to him, it's most likely true. That he needed you to hear that. He needed you to see that. He needed you to know that. You will be made free. He sent me here to revise these people. And I couldn't imagine how he saw so much as somebody so small I'm just dirt I'm just soil that he breathed life into and even when I didn't truly accept Jesus Christ into my heart my heart was stony with chains around it he still saw who I would be and so he sits on high he knows everything he's never wrong he always does everything perfectly he's never made a mistake we make them all the time so if he tells me something, I'm going to do everything in my power to focus and trust what he said. It doesn't matter what the world says. It doesn't matter what the world is doing. It doesn't matter. It's not going to change anything. It's not going to change anything. So I need to get spitefulness out of my heart. I need to get resentment out of my heart. I need to get anger and bitterness and misery out of my heart. I need to heal completely. We all need to heal completely. And the Lord said, if my people will turn from their wicked ways and return to me, I will restore their land. He wants to restore us. He wants to restore our land. As hard as it may be to accept, you know, every sin that you see in the world is our fault. It's our fault. And you said, that's not right. That's not true. So you mean to tell me airborne diseases like COVID is our fault? We never made that. Cancer is our fault. You know, global warming is our fault. These things are our fault. Stuff that comes out the blue. Things that don't even make sense. That's not even fair. It's all our fault. Yes, it's all our fault. Because if you read the Bible and you know that if we would have kept the Ten Commandments and kept our promise to the Lord, then we wouldn't be cursed. 
Therefore, it's all our fault. Everything. All of it. So how can you stay away from the Lord? How can you keep yourself from the Lord saying, how could you let this happen to me? You let it happen to you. We let it happen to us. God hates sin. He doesn't hate us. Don't keep yourself from him. Don't keep yourself from him. He loves you. You need him. And he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. Even with a new heaven and a new earth, he will always sit on high. No one is ever going to be able to replace him. No one will ever win over him. And if he speaks victory, if he speaks truth, if he speaks anything, if he prophesies anything, you better be sure it's going to happen. No matter what you do, you walk right into what he's called it to be. And that's exactly what I'm living through right now. No matter how scary. It doesn't matter what people say, what they do. It happens exactly how the Lord said it will happen. No matter what. No matter what. Now, I wasn't quite sure of my purpose when it was shown to me. All I know is that I woke up feeling like I was going to die. I felt like I was going to die. I felt like the world was ending. I woke up at 12 and I was like, it all got taken away from my memory. But I knew something happened. I didn't know where I went. I was in a place outside of time. Because when I got back, I didn't even realize how much time was spent on it. It all was taken from my memory, but I heard God say, you will die. You will die. On this day, at this hour, he said the day, the hour, the date, everything. Literally. He said it all, specifically. But he wasn't talking to me. He wasn't talking to me. He was talking to a spirit that sought to take my life down to hell. That had been on me since I was even younger than 12 years old. At 12 years old, Satan was trying to kill me to keep me from my destiny. He declared that spirit will die a certain day, a certain time, a certain hour. He said it literally. The spirit mocked and laughed. But when it heard God speak that with such a stern voice, with such conviction, the spirit cried and said, I'm going to die. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? I'm really going to die. And now here we are, like 10 years later. And it's happening how God said it was going to happen. Now, I didn't get to hear the date, the hour, the time. But I know on that day, on that hour, at that time, that spirit is going to die, like he said, and that spirit knows it. And so now they're just doing everything that they can to ruin anything that they can and take everything that they can down the process. But they will not succeed. They're going alone. It tortures me. I don't want it to torture anybody else. It's not even it. That's not even just the only spirit. There's other spirits that he's saying is going with him. You know, spirits that are, I, I believe, have just been introduced, but I'm not quite sure about that. They may have been here the whole time. But regardless, don't ever listen to a spirit that ever de- that's ever deceived into believing that they can beat God. Don't ever listen to a spirit that ever wants to convince you you can beat God. Don't ever listen to a spirit that tells you you don't need God. Don't ever listen to a spirit that tells you God is not real. 
Don't ever listen to a spirit that tells you God is not in control. Don't ever listen to a spirit that, t- that tells you that God is not Alpha and Omega and sits on high. The beginning and the end. God of all. God of the universe. And this is final. Because I speak about God a lot. But there's a lot of different indi- individuals who believe in God, but they don't believe in Jesus Christ. Who died on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins. The Prince of Peace. The mediator between God and man. Without him, you wouldn't have a chance. Because yes, there was a such thing as an Abraham's bosom. Before Jesus Christ died on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins. But I can tell you this right now. Very few people were actually in it. Abraham's bosom probably had a few people there. Just a few. A lot of people want to believe. Well... You could have still made it into heaven even before Jesus died on the cross for the forgiveness of your sin. No. God saw that it's necessary to send his son to die on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins. Because we weren't making it without him. We weren't making it without him. God is never wrong. If he saw that that was fit, how could you ever skip over Jesus? The Bible says there is no way to the Father except through the Son. You deny Jesus Christ, you will be denied. You do not know Jesus. God does not know you. You don't know Jesus. You don't know God. The Pharisees and the scribes, they bear false witness against Jesus Christ. They crucify him. They told him he was making himself as a God and he was just a man. He was resurrected three days later. That temple split in half upon him taking his last breath. Everything that he spoken had come to pass. The prophecy was fulfilled through him. Is fulfilled through him. He lives. You. You cannot allow them to deceive you. Out of your eternity. Don't allow them to deceive you. Out of your future. Don't allow them to deceive you. Out of your chance. I believe it's going to work out. The Lord has already shown me. The fulfillment of his prophecy. This demon which is killed. Millions of people are free. She intended to take these millions with her. But she'll be going alone. So if you're not that demon witch, that means you. You're going to be free. She controls you with the false sense of power. But you will be made free using the real power that the Lord has placed inside of me. And... A lot of people pretend as if this is not happening. That doesn't mean that it isn't. You can convince yourself all you want that this is not real. That doesn't make it go away. I've tried that too. It's still still here. It's still happening. So, at this point, I have to take accountability for not being obedient to the Lord. I've fallen back into sin, but I also have to trust that in him choosing me he saw every mistake that I make and he still chose me he still saw saw me fit that is not an excuse to keep sinning no maybe it is I'm learning but what I do know is that regardless of what you see or what you get right now the Lord has already declared victory he already knows that I'll do it he knows that I'll do it You can't be more right than him. 
He chose me for this and what I was, and now look at who I'm becoming. And, and though I'm not all that I could be, and there's no excuse for me allowing people to suffer as I, you know, fall short. Still, he saw all of this, and he still said, she is going to do it. I'm going to use her. I'm going to, I'm going to, actually, it's not me that's doing it, it's him. I'm going to do it through her. That's my vessel. He still saw that. He still did that. So how can you be more right? And maybe you're saying, well, it's not that I'm more right, but I'm just calling out that you are just not knowing what you're supposed to do. And if you ever plan on getting there, you have to do this, you have to do that. And I'm just trying to help you. And thank you. Thank you for whatever help that you have to offer. But this is my journey, and no one can tell me how to get through this. No one can tell me how to make it to this point because so many people have tried to tell me to go in so many different directions and they have been so horribly wrong. You can't tell me how to complete this prophecy on my life. It has God has to lead me through it. He has to guide me to it. Because God sits on high above everything. He has to be your number one because Satan can use and deceive anyone else. He can't deceive God. He can't use God. He can't cheat God. He can't play God, which is why God has to be number one. And if you think, oh, Satan can't play me, he can't cheat me, you're deceived. You're deceived. But he can't play you. He can't cheat you. He can't deceive you if you are in God, if you give it to God, if you submit your will over to God, if you allow God to lead, then that statement is true. I know so much is going on spiritually right now and it's so much I feel that once I finally take into account all that's happening here maybe I will break down and be so deeply saddened with what the saints are having to suffer right now possibly very much my fault very much because I'm not doing what I'm called to do and a lot of people are like just get up and do it and stop talking about it you know you're responsible for every idle word spoken but feel that all of this is a fulfillment of the prophecy actually it has to be because it's happening so I'm gonna do what I can to just keep fighting because it's better that I keep going no matter how wrong I am better that I keep going and keep believing in God and not losing faith in and doing what I can to stay in the game than than just quitting altogether. Which Satan won't be able to succeed at knowing. When I even think about that, he's like, so there's a chance of getting you to quit? No, it's not. Because the Lord has already declared that I will win. And even if I quit right now, that wouldn't be the finish. Because he's already declared the final victory. He's already declared the final answer. He gets the last laugh. He wins every time. But that doesn't mean that I deserve for every single time someone does something bad to me, for them to receive something bad to happen to them. That's not always going to happen. I'm going to have to accept that, you know, a lot of times things bad happen to me. I have to just take accountability. It's my fault. I'm not doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. And so the Lord allowed that to happen to me because I need to learn to do what I need to do, what I'm supposed to be doing if I want to. You know, avoid these things happening. 
have to take accountability and I'm trying and I'm learning and I'm only 25 years old not that it matters but the Lord has poured wisdom into me he's poured wisdom but he will win he always wins he always wins and everything that is fighting me right now it won't it won't win so I'm gonna do my best to keep it simple as far as prophecies and words from the Lord because what I do know is that when it comes down to it um Yes, I'm responsible for every idle word spoken, but sometimes when you put too much of you in it, that's when, you know, it can be misleading. Keep it simple. Keep it direct from, you know, directly from what you feel that you've heard from the Lord. I mean, I can't say it's the best option, but it's definitely a better one, I think. I believe it's a better one. It's a, it's a more sure solution to prevent, you know, false prophecy. But um, I make mistakes. I'm not perfect. I'm still figuring things out. I'm still learning the difference in discerning. And that's the process. He's giving me the spirit of wisdom and discernment in order to discern between the lies and the deception of these dark spirits that seek to tear down all that God is intending to build. But they will not succeed. Why would you ever want to be on the opposite side of God? It is a fearful thing to fall in the hands of the living God. Who wouldn't serve a God like this? Such a loving God who only wants the best for you. Who wants things so good for you. Nobody else in this world would want you to have it more. Who wouldn't serve a God like this? But I'm learning every day. How hard it is. How difficult it is to let go of past hurt and pain. That makes you believe that God isn't a good God for letting that happen. But he is a good God. And you just have to grow. Hopefully, you allow the Lord to pull you in so that you may see the light. Hopefully, no one ever steals that light from you ever again. If you are blessed enough to receive it. Okay, so. I watched a few prophetic videos, which. I'll just say that, honestly, you know, I had said that it had brought so much insight. At a time when I felt that the Lord was calling me away from social media or cell phones as a whole that you know it had brought so much insight to be on YouTube and to hear these prophetic words from different individuals that matched up with my own and even in the Bible it says that the Lord prophesies in part to different you know prophets and prophetesses so that they may come together and put it together and you know may be able to use that information to grow and progress in the Lord. And um, I hadn't been able to reach out to anybody 
if I had, it was so much deception and so much, so many blockages, so many hindrances, so much, you know, smoke that I couldn't really hone in on any really clear word. But at the same time, I can't say that that is true. Because the idea is that, of course, I had, you know, heard specific words in order to know when I recognize one and someone else. And so um, when I would get on the Internet and I would hear these prophetic words and they feel that the Lord was providing these different individuals at that point in time, by the, at the point that he had provided it, by the time he had provided this. It was almost months after I had begged the Lord and I had sought the Lord in order to provide direction for me, guidance, others who had possibly gone through things that I was going through. And the idea was that, you know, during that time, even after facing so much heaviness and, you know, um, so much adversity, I, the Lord had been telling me in my heart and my spirit, you can still find these things. It's in you. You have everything that you need in order to succeed in this situation. You are already prepared. If you, if you truly want to find these prophets or prophetesses that have these words, that have information for you to help you through, which we are going through right now, you know how to find these things. Over the years, when I would be on the Internet, anything that I needed to find, I'd find it. It's like, at first it would take me hours, but the longer I spend on this internet, I would, you know, be able to crack it down and, and narrow it down to a specific search in at least 30 minutes or so. So why was not able to do this? Well, because the enemy was aware that it was something that I felt that I needed, so he attacked, he attacked that directly and individually. And so I gave up, and I shouldn't have given up. And it's not the Lord's fault that it wasn't provided to me at that time because it was accessible. And maybe that is the same logic to what I'm, ex- you know, experiencing now. Oftentimes, I'm not, you know, reverting back to different things that I've already been known and I've already been about and I've already been, you know, doing and and having access to unless it seems as if, I have no other choice or I am being forced in that direction. But the reason being is because it feels as if the Lord has called me from a lot of my old ways. And I don't know which ones to incorporate into my future. And until I feel that the Lord singles these things out correctly and does it in a manner where I'm confident that that is something that he wants to remain or to move into the future with me and be tailored in order to represent his kingdom correctly. I don't want to use those things. For example, I was really good at sales. I was really good at sales. I could sell anything. I knew how to clean something up, how to price it correctly with, you know, crowd to, you know, um, to present it to the right description of the product in order to attract someone, where to put it, you know, um, and the the right product that would sell in this, you know, economy. I was very good at sales, even if it were, you know, things that people would buy or it seemingly people would buy. I was just good at that part when I really dedicated myself to something I could be that good. I don't know if that's something that the Lord wants me to bring with me. 
because what it seemed as if it it required was a lot of selling like you're talking something up in a way you're being deceptive you're being honest about the product but you're saying a lot of the things that you know that they'll want to hear in order to receive this product you're not going to talk about all the bad about the product you may talk about it you may tell them different hang-ups about the product but you're not going to advertise that first because it's not what sells and that is deceptive oftentimes that is how satan maneuvers in your life when it's concerning sin and temptation he's going to tell you all the good he's never going to tell you the bad because then you won't do it if you knew all the bad that comes with that if you knew the consequences if you knew the you know how long it would hurt you the pain you have to deal with concerning it you wouldn't buy it you'd be like oh no you know it's not worth it I'll just do it the hard way. I'll just, you know, do it the right way. Because, you know, if Satan actually advertised to you that you'd be doing all the work you do if you did it the right way and plus more and plus you'd suffer the entire time and plus you wouldn't get ahead, you just land where you started, you just do it the right way. If he really was honest about all of it and truly told you that doing it the right way, you just do the work to begin with. Yes, it'd be difficult, but you would have avoided so much more trouble if you just do it that way you probably want to do it that way instead if he was truly honest if he sold the truth as much as he sold lies you want to do it that way so i don't know if different things about my past are even they even have a place in my future and so i'm careful but in this season right now it feels as if different individuals are in a way convincing me that hey you know you in a way it feels that these different individuals are convincing me hey you have everything that it is that you need to survive in this situation it's already in you you have it already just use it you're not using it you're let you're letting them deceive you and convince you that these things aren't needed anymore because they want to place you at a disadvantage that you aren't really at. And it sounds so logical. It sounds like it makes so much sense. But then discernment comes in. What is discernment needed for if it's that simple? If I didn't truly need discernment, you know, if the Lord the Lord had given me the spirit of wisdom and discernment, and it's not just because, you know, oh, you know, for something that simple. It's, it's just, what is this sermon needed for? It's needed when things seem that simple, that easy, that logical, that straightforward. But they're not. They're simply just not. That's what it comes down to. You have to think about long term. You have to think about details. You have to think about um, overall overall impact and progress overall impact and progress made in that direction if you don't care then you won't you know you'll get an i don't care you know solution you'll get an i don't care conclusion on whatever it is that you're doing but when you do care that's exactly what will be put into whatever you receive and the reward that you finish with so i want a, a real reward but um 
I am surrounded by a lot of influences that may make me feel like you have what you need. Just use it. Why are you not, you know, why are you not taking advantage of different skills the Lord has blessed you with? You know that the fact that you have these skills, the Lord has given them to you. But that's not always true. Because a lot of the learned behavior that we have learned growing up is simply behavior we need to unlearn in order to truly progress into the futures that the Lord has for us. There's a lot of people around me with difficulty accepting the future that I'm walking into. And I don't need more of that because it's already hard enough fighting myself on it. Why should I have to fight you as well? If you don't accept me, then maybe you're not meant to be there. And that is something maybe I need to accept as well. Different individuals who cannot accept the destiny or the path that the Lord is leading you in, they just aren't meant to go. You have to let them go. doesn't always feel that simple. I always said that, well, people showed me that they needed to be let go, then I just let them go. But it's just... It's, it's become so much more complicated than that. And now it feels like I look so dumb. And I feel like a lot of the stuff that I'm hearing from people I would have said. But I just see it so differently now. And, and I wonder, is it because you are so far past this that you've come back around to that understanding and conclusion? Or is it that you haven't gotten there yet and you have yet to see what I've realized? I don't know which one it is. But it's, it's really tricky. It's tricky because it makes you wonder. I'm in this place right now where I know that that's not the way to go. And I've learned from my mistakes and I've learned, you know, the difference. But will I one day be right back in a place where I feel as if that's still the solution? Even after all that I've learned, it still brought me back to this place. Is that where you are? Are you so far ahead that you've come back around? Or are you not there yet? Pretty much, is this your second lap around the track or is it still your first? I'm just trying to figure it out because it'll help me to understand whether, you know, that's something that I need to look forward to or I have in store for me as well. I don't know. But um, either way it goes, my journey is my own. No one can tell me how to what direction to go in or how to deal with this or how to handle this. You know, I see a lot of different things happening and I'm sure that human nature wants me to be provoked or offended in, in so many different ways. But um, I see what the Lord is trying to show me. I can see it. I can feel it. I can grasp it. And I know he's telling the truth. I know he's telling the truth, but it's just, you know, these individuals, they are benefiting from whatever it looks like. They don't really care about what it really is. I don't think. I don't think they genuinely care for what it really is because if they did, then they wouldn't be trying to tear down progress of what's been made, the progress that's been made here. Irregardless, you know, I still wonder. So we'll see. Things things seem or tend to be wanting to be more complicated than they have to be. I just want to spend this time with the Lord and I don't understand why that's so offensive. But in reality, the truth is that these individuals are fully aware of who God is and they don't want to have to deal with him. They don't want to have to accept their judgments and they think that they can, you know, um, eliminate you from the process or eliminate you from the equation and won't have to deal with it. And maybe that's true in some way as well. 
because I hear the consequence is you. The consequence is that they have to see you reach your destiny after all that they've done to keep you from it. And so eliminating me from the equation is eliminating the consequence or the judgment, is it not? But that would be accepting that it's cap- they're even capable of eliminating me to begin with because I don't believe that they are. The fact of the matter is you cannot stop anything that the Lord has called for me. You cannot, what, what God gives, no man can take. So you can be around me trying to take whatever it is that the Lord has given to me, trying to take credit for it, trying to steal it, trying to run off with it, trying to sabotage it. Whatever it is that you're doing, you will not succeed. But um, still it comes down to, you know, and in this process, I have to be prepared for what the Lord has for me. And am I giving, putting my best foot forward? And if not, then I actually have to focus on that because what is it that I'm wasting so much time on that's so important? You know, it seems that the Lord has already exposed to me. I've been wasting so much time on, you know, what people think about me. And, you know, clearing up rumors and clearing up my name and getting things straight and setting the situation straight as if that matters. If I am completely confident what the Lord knows about me and vindicated in God, and he's confirmed who I really truly am, then why should I care what the world thinks or says? I've wasted too much time on that. And that's, you know, always had the potential to come back and bite. And maybe that is what this is right now. Still, I trust him. Because throughout that process, so many times I pleaded with him, Lord, help me to focus on what really matters. Help me to fight towards what really matters. Help me to minimize feeding into things that are not necessarily progressive. And he did, little by little. And this may be a big battle for me. Because nothing is too big or too hard for the Lord. But um, I trust him. How I feel right now is what he's re- what he's revealed to me earlier. Things are working out, regardless of what it looks like. Things are working out; they will. Even though what keeps running through my heart, you have to be okay with accepting nothing. You have to be okay with walking away with nothing. You have to be okay with even. The realization that you was only able to help one person, even if that. You have to be okay, even despite the destiny that I've been shown, that millions of people will have been impacted in this process. I have to be okay with just helping one person, if that. I have to be okay with just doing the work of the Lord, regardless if other people have received or are receptive to what the Lord is using me to do. And maybe this is a form of rejection. But in reality, I don't feel rejected by them. I feel that the Lord is calling me to reject this world. And maybe, yes, the world is rejecting me, but only in order for me to see that all I need is God. I don't need them. But it is confusing. Because why does the Lord, why does in the Bible it says that when you are doing what you are supposed to do, when you are obedient in God, God will cause even your enemies to like you and to get along with you. So every time I'm not obedient, we're not getting along it kind of sends a mixed message that somehow I need to get along with them or somehow feel validated or vindicated by them in order to feel as if I'm doing what I'm supposed to do with God. It's so conflicting. But I know that the Lord will guide me into the right 
direction and the right answer. I don't have to worry about it. 